It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, everybody. It is your Daily Crypto News for Friday, January 5th, 2023. My name is Matt, and we are going sideways. We are still waiting on some news about the Bitcoin spot ETF. Approval, denial, delay. We don't know. And until then, we're moving sideways. So while we're waiting for some news, let's fly over to Asia for Asia Focus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus in 2024, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. We got some good listener counts every Friday, so I'm very happy to serve you with crypto news in Asia in New Year 2. I'm Sarah and my email is sarah at dailycryptonews.net. Happy New Year and let's get started. South Korea's National Tech Service has clarified its stance on virtual assets, announcing that individuals holding virtual assets through non-custodial, decentralized wallets, including cold wallets, will not be subject to overseas financial accounting reporting. This decision brings relief to crypto enthusiasts who are uncertain about reporting requirements for decentralized wallets. The exemption applies to wallets created by overseas corporations such as Ledger and MetaMask and so on, simplifying tax implications for users. However, assets held on overseas centralized exchanges remain subject to reporting requirements. This marks a positive step in providing regulatory clarity for crypto holders. The decision recognizes the unique nature of decentralized wallets and acknowledges the challenges of obtaining overseas tax data. I mean, how are they going to even trace it, right? There is no way for the authority to really know whose wallet it is, what kind of transactions they have made, to where and how much. I hope these regulations can bring some more Korean people to DeFi. Chinese official media Legal Daily has raised concerns about corrupt officers using advanced methods, including cryptocurrencies, to conceal and transfer illicit gains. The China Integrity and Legal Research Association discussed challenges 
posed by the growing use of blockchain and virtual currencies in facilitating new forms of corruption that are difficult to trace. According to the report, corrupt officers used techniques like cold storage to store cryptocurrencies, addresses, and private keys offline, bypassing online scrutiny. The use of electronic red envelopes, so-called hongbao, gift cards, other digital methods for transferring corrupt gains has moved corruption into the digital realm, prompting calls to stronger legal and regulatory frameworks. The acknowledgement of the challenges posed by cryptocurrencies in facilitating corruption is a step towards addressing potential loopholes in the regulatory landscape in China. I gotta say, I'm surprised that the officers in China were using crypto with cold storage, reflecting their adaptability to our world. Quite advanced way of corruption, huh? But do you really know what this kind of incidents will bring? More censorship even broader censorship than just sniffing around your chat history. Japan-based brokerage firm Monex Group is set to acquire a majority stake in Canada's 3IQ digital holdings for $39.8 million. Monex Group is a financial services company based in Tokyo, Japan. Its main subsidiaries, you might have heard, CoinCheck, TradeStation engage in online securities trading with approximately 2 million accounts. So this move aims to enhance Monex's appeal to institutional investors interested in the cryptocurrency market. Japan, as we have been reporting here, transformed itself to be the crypto-friendly, regulation-ready country, sees the acquisition as part of a broader revival of their crypto scene. The acquisition can be interpreted not only as a strategic move for Monex, but also signals the evolving dynamics of the cryptocurrency industry and increasing integration of traditional financial institutions into digital asset space in Japan. WorldCoin Token ticker WLD, a project founded by OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, has announced its launch in Singapore, marking the end of a significant year for the identity verification protocol. The project introduces world ID verifications in Singapore through the use of its custom hardware device called the Orb. The Orb, a helmet-shaped peripheral, enables users to verify their identities by scanning their eyes. We can honestly say that despite a recent pause in service in India, Brazil and France, 2023 was a landmark year for them, acquiring over 5 million users and 30 million transactions on the World App. It seems like they are doing well on distancing themselves from token-related controversy. WLD token is sitting around $3.13 as of 3rd January. We see a few news updates on WorldCoin partnering with different companies, different Web2, Web3 companies, only with their World ID technology, separate from the utility of World token. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I guess the use of the orb for biometric verification aligns with the growing interest in proof of identity globally. If you look at those Web2 players who are utilizing Web3 technology, one of the most interested sector is ID verification in a private chain. And yet, as WorldCoin plans further expansion into cities across Spain, Germany, Chile, Argentina, and Japan, it will be interesting to see how the project navigates regulatory landscapes and continues to position itself in the growing market for identity verification protocols. Do you hold WLD? Email me with your speculations at sarah at dailycryptonews.net. A bit to the West, India has given tight leash on crypto regulations, at least for the exchanges. As the Indian government decided to block URLs for nine offshore cryptocurrency exchanges and issue so-called show-cause notices, these offshore exchanges have been given two weeks to respond to the show-cause notice, which asks why actions against them shouldn't be taken. Pretty scary and aggressive. This action was initiated by an official request from the Bharat Web3 Association, BWA, an advocacy body for the Indian crypto and Web3 industry. This is a little crazy, right? The BWA's chairman, Dilip Chenoy, wrote a letter on December 16th to the Indian Finance Ministry's Department of Revenue Secretary requesting action against the offshore exchanges. The letter sought a one-month grace period for the exchanges to register with India's Financial Intelligence Unit, FIU. This move is rather unusual, or even a bit desperate, as local exchanges rarely request such or any requests to governments for an action against offshore platforms. Kinda kills the whole industry in a way, doesn't it? This means that the local Indian exchanges are in a survival mode and got really distressed. Why? We know they have 30% tax on crypto profits, 1% tax deducted at source on all transactions. All transactions. A study revealed that 5 million Indian crypto traders moved their transactions offshore, also moved more than $3.8 billion in trading volume from local to international crypto exchanges after this rule was announced. Yikes, you can imagine why. Let's hope that this doesn't become some sort of catfight and scares everyone away from India. That's all for today. And really quick, before we get into our crypto prices, about 40% of financial advisors are confident that a Bitcoin ETF will be available in America in 2024. 
But if you just heard that's 40% of financial advisors, what are the other 60% thinking? They think that a Bitcoin ETF will not come this year. But even though the majority of advisors don't think that a Bitcoin ETF is likely, 88% of these financial advisors are waiting for an ETF because they want to ape into Bitcoin on behalf of their clients. So let me say that again. 60% of financial advisors do not think a Bitcoin ETF, a spot Bitcoin ETF is coming in 2024. However, 88% of them are waiting with dry powder. They want to get exposure to Bitcoin for their clients. Is Gary going to allow people to get the financial instruments they want? This is obviously what do clients want and are you going to give them access to it? Meanwhile, Celsius Network will unstake its existing holdings of Ethereum in order to ensure ample liquidity for its distribution of assets to its creditors. Celsius accounts for 32% of all ETH waiting for withdrawal, or around 206,300 ETH, worth around $466 million at current prices. This customer repayment plan will return between 67 and 85% of creditors' investments, and it was approved by a judge in November of 2023. And with this approval comes around $2 billion worth of Bitcoin and Ethereum to be returned to his creditors. If you remember also, CEO, former CEO, Alice Mashinsky was arrested in July of 2023. Yes. And indicted with seven charges, including securities fraud, commodities fraud, and wire fraud. His trial is set for September 17th, 2024. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. And the time is 10.25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear agrees at 70. We're still greedy. We have Bitcoin sin at $43,805, pretty much even in 24. Ethereum's at $2,236, down 1.5%. Tellers number three, Binance is at 313, down 2.5%. And Solana is down 4.1% at 9838. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano is down big. It's around 7%. It's at 53.2 cents. Avalanche is 9 and Doge is 10. The total market cap is down a percentage at 1.65 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 51.8, an ETH dominance of 16.3. And I just wanted to point out there are some recently added coins to coin market cap. Barat Smart Chain Project. The other one is Year of the Dragon Coin. And of course, we cannot forget Silly Dragon Coin. Do not buy this shit, guys. Please do not buy this. There's 2 million coins on CoinMarketCap right now. And if you're wondering why Gary is skeptical about the crypto market, I mean, just look at Silly Dragon Coin. Just look at Silly Dragon Coin. And he's trying to compare and figure out why Bitcoin should have a spot ETF and be traded among banks and institutional investors and BlackRock and have access to an ETF so we can ape into it on Robinhood. And it's in the same industry as Silly Dragon. Just putting that out there. Anyway, let's see how the weekend, or the, hey, let's just see how the rest of this day unfolds. And then we'll be in to Monday. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope we have good news. And until then, whatever news may bring, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>